Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 29th of the seventh month. It is the COB. The stuff you need to know about, well, I guess not just the day, but the week in uh, business and markets and startups as well. I'm Nadine Blaney. And I'm Andrew Gagan. Nadine, how are you going? We made it to the end of another week. And what a week it's been. In fact, what a month it has been. Closing out the month. And I think we're up around, well, for the ASX 200, it's about 6%. That is really hard to believe considering how negative a lot of the commentary is when it comes to the economic outlook, and we saw that second quarter of contraction in GDP in the US through the overnight period, when we talk about inflationary pressures. Yeah, what's going on? Well, and has the market got it wrong? Because look, uh, we saw this overnight too, with obviously we got uh, the case of uh, bad news being good news as far Mm -hmm. as the equity market is concerned, because that GDP read out of the States, the second quarter, where it's contracted. Technically, you could say it's in recession, but by most measures, it's not, uh, given uh, unemployment is still so low. Uh, But look, the equity markets seem to take a cue from that, thinking that, well, perhaps now the Fed is not going to be as aggressive as initially thought, and therefore that's going to provide some breathing room for equities across the board. Yeah, well... I know one person who's pretty hot under the collar about that, and that is Mark Todd from the Bank <laughs> yeah. of China. You know, so this is the thing: is is there's plenty of analysts and experts that we speak to who just are shaking their head, thinking, "What is going on?" Stephen Miller from GSFM comes to mind. I spoke with him yesterday, and he was saying, "Look, market participants, investors, don't get complacent." This is a bear market rally at best. He's actually saying that you could see bond yields hit 4%. Um, but what his point was is this is just an example of the volatility that he expects to continue for a prolonged period of time. So, But, but before we get to negative, I'll take this gain yeah. for the week uh, that we can put under our belts. It's about... Uh, Two, well, pretty close to two and a half percent gain mm. for the five trading days. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned what's ahead. Like I was speaking with Brad Gasworth earlier this morning from Unearthing Opportunities out of the States, and he's expecting another leg down uh, because he says we still haven't seen a bottom as far as he's concerned, and uh, he's not buying at these levels. You mentioned Mark Todd, who I spoke to <laughs> earlier today, and there was criticism off the back of uh, Jerome Powell's commentary when they lifted rates another 75 basis points that. He didn't really articulate what the move is next. And Mark said, that's rubbish. That He clearly articulated where they're going. And bottom line, it's all about inflation. And we've got to fight it. And somehow he's saying the market is just not interpreting that. Yeah, well, it's interesting because he didn't say that they weren't going to fight inflation hard to Mark's point. They said that they're going to do everything within their power to completely knock it on its head. What he actually said was they won't be providing forward guidance going forward which does, I think, also introduce another element of uncertainty into markets because the Fed has been very, very good at communicating what is to come. Uh, So in absence of that, that is what makes it completely data 
dependent. So yeah, we're, you're in for fun each and every morning when we get those reads coming in. And you know, I don't want to skip ahead too far, but I was taking a look at next week already, Andrew. Uh, you've got non-farm payrolls coming up on we. I'm going to be on holidays, but non-farm payrolls. Oh, you'll payrolls. be watching for the sidelines, <laughs> I'm sure. Of course I am. Yeah, but of course, you know, you took a, a speak of central bank action, of course, we've got our own yeah. next week as well. So um, Mike Todd, once again, saying that um, that Mr. Lowe has his smoking jacket on. See, back there, he's very... <laughs> Camos for Jay Powell, smoking jacket for Phil he's Lowe. He's very cool. Hey, Andrew, I got, a, I got an RBA call from another Andrew today. It's pretty punchy. Andrew Tyser is from Nomura. You can listen to his justification online on osbiz.com.au, but uh, he is calling for a very, out of consensus, a very hawkish 75 basis point hike coming from the RBA on Tuesday. Yeah, I've heard others saying 65. Would that put us back in line with those 50 to 25 hikes? I hope so, because my maths isn't always as quick as it could be sometimes when this breaking news is happening. But yeah, it's a big week next week, and... And we had a bit of a warm up from a lot of the small companies putting out quarterly results this week. But mm. we, um, you know, we start we start to get uh, re- results. You know, half yearly and full years coming from some of the bigger companies next week as well. Yeah, so there was a bit of movement today. Uh, interestingly, too, you know, we were hearing a lot of sizzle because those shares were suspended. We got some commentary today from uh, the company. Uh, it's uh, sticking with its goal to reach profitability and be uh, get to positive free cash flow by the end of the year. Um, goodness, you take a look at the shares, they're up, um, what's 300% over the past week? Mm-hmm. Giving back a little bit today, but that, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from it. But you know no. what I thought was interesting about the buy now, pay later space? And I had a chat with Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool about this earlier, is that, yeah, it was Zip, yeah, it was Sezzle. You know, we, we talked about them lots this week, but you might not have noticed, but open pay yesterday, before pay yesterday, both came out with quarterlies and both saw their share price rise off of what was interpreted as a pretty strong result. So, you know, you talk about the death of BNPL, but there was a little bit of proof in the pudding coming this week. Um, Still, though, I mentioned today, Sezzle down. Today, in terms of um, overall sector performances, the banks actually you know, weaker as a whole than the broader market. But we did see the energy sector doing well, many of the miners doing well. Um, and some of the sort of real estate groups, yeah, you know, the REITs. Yeah, real doing well, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to the gold sector, which has been punished <laughs> recently. That's up significantly today as well. One, I, yeah. I, I think what started to weigh on the market through the afternoon is CSL, which uh, turned negative. Woolworths as well. Look, um, uh, Kyle McIntyre is in your show notes. I had a really good, I mean, the conversations are always good, but today he was warning against uh, defensive, traditional defensive. He just thinks that some investors might be caught out. Yeah, well, Mm. just, you know, they're expensive, a lot of them. And he puts forward a really interesting sort of thesis on Woolworths and why it may not be this, you know, inflationary hedge that everybody thinks it might be. But he does give some unloved stocks that he's after and also some undervalued growth companies that he's after. So that's one worthwhile listening to via the show notes. All right. We also heard from uh, Star uh, with an update today, expecting $1.5 billion in revenue uh, in the year to June, uh, saying it, its domestic revenue essentially recovered. Of course, that's all about the reopening that we've seen as far mm-hmm. as its casinos. However, that regulatory overhang remains. Now, in fact, that was our stock of the day yeah. on the call with Jun Lu from Trebeka and Adam Dawes from Shoreham Partners. So um, let's see how they rated it. 
I do like this company. It's mainly an asset play. Yeah. Um, the valuation is so stark. It's a bit like the crown that we invested in a year right. ago and then you know got taken out. So Star is sitting at that valuation below where Star, uh, crown was taken out. So right. there's a lot of value sitting in there. And the trading update is actually really good. So um, their, their, their gaming revenue is now, now already back to pre-COVID level now. Yep. Uh, slot is 10% before pre-COVID. So things are going really well in the areas where they opened up. But clearly, um, Crown hasn't got their license and they were, they were open in August um, yeah. you know, in the Sydney. Uh, that might see things slow down somewhat, but still, you know, it's really just tabled. But still, you know, I think that reopening thematic for this company is definitely coming through. Um, doesn't really have any senior executive <laughs> um, and because of the <laughs> uh, because of all these issues um, and they all stepped down and we don't know who the next person mm. will be. And there's a, look, a lot of uncertainty. That's why it is trading at where it is. A lot oh. of value in its assets. Um, and, um, you know, to me, it's a breakup asset play. Um, it's more longer term for investors who want to be involved with this one. It is deep value investment. Um, and it might, you know, share price may not do much for, for the time being, even though the earnings actually improving. Right. Uh, but you know, it's an asset that's not going to stay at this price for very long. Yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of a different view because they've still got to get their license approved. So that, that's a big overshadow of the stock. Now, obviously, there's lots of headwinds that are going on before that, but getting the license approved is, is a big thing. But that, yes, uh, is, is one of the issues. Um, they did say that their Queen's Wharf integrated resort in Brisbane is running over budget, will open later than planned. And uh, basically, they've, they've said it's cost overruns. So the cost overrun is about 10% higher than prior, prior guidance of 2.6 billion. So potentially um, they've, they've said shortages, supply chain, all the usual things that will a company will come out, bottlenecks and even um, blame COVID. So um, mm. there's lots of things that need to go right for, this, for the stock to move higher. So I'm gonna say it's a hold. All right, so uh, well, the dream team not getting along there. Well, not yeah. totally seeing eye to eye, I suppose we can say. Um, look, we've sort of detailed what's on next week. It's RBA, it's jobs, we get PMIs here and around the world, including China, which will be interesting, manufacturing and services. And we'll start to be speaking with um, you know more and more CEOs in relation to reporting season. But Andrew, it's a Friday. We've got the last call on now, you know, now-ish. Um, we've got to get going. Um, why this, what does this dream team call it a day, huh? Yeah, why not? Well, in fact, because you've got a longer weekend, you've got a whole week yeah, off. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to rub it. I'm just hoping for some nice weather this time. That's all. It's not a big wish. Just want to see a bit of blue sky. Let's see if WA can deliver. Oh, fantastic. You're going to God's country. Nadine, <laughs> enjoy, and everyone have a great weekend. Thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.